Hello and welcome back to Room 22 Podcast. I'm Gabrielle Ashley, Special Reports and Managing Editor. And I'm Valeria Lukin, News Magazine Editor-in-Chief. Welcome to Part 3, the final episode of our three-part special. Please welcome our very last guest, Ms. Chavira. Can you state your name, please? Sure, Adriana Chavira. And your job title? Uh, journalism teacher. Okay. How long have you been teaching at DPMHS? This is my 13th year here. Hmm. What inspired you to become a teacher? Um, that's kind of a long story. Um, <laughs> I was a reporter for 10 years and kind of in my ninth and a half year, I was kind of hitting a roadblock in terms of my career and I decided to get out of newspapers. I wasn't sure what to do. Um, other than reporting and writing, I didn't have any other skills. Mm-hmm. And pretty much since eighth grade, I knew I wanted to become a newspaper reporter. So I kind of struggled or I couldn't figure out what to do. Um, But then I remember that as a journalist, I did volunteer at summer workshops working with high school kids to create uh, publications. Um, USC used to have one. Uh, There was another one down in San Diego that I volunteered with. Mm -hmm. And so I really enjoyed that because we taught kids how to write stories, how to, you know, conduct interviews. So I really enjoyed that. So I thought, Maybe if I go into teaching, I can, um, you know, be uh, a journalism teacher and help kids, uh, you know, publish a newspaper. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, you went back to school and, like, got your teaching degree? I actually, um, when I was looking, when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do after reporting, after being a newspaper reporter, I was going through the LA Times on one Sunday, and I, for whatever reason, I went through their classified ads, um, and I saw that LAUSD had uh, a job posting for people who wanted to switch careers, mm-hmm. and so it was pretty much a program where they gave you like I don't know two months of boot camp training, and then um, they put you in the classroom right after that, mm-hmm. and so I pretty much. Um, went through that. I started working full-time and I was going to school in the evening to get my credentials. So I didn't take like mm-hmm. a year or two years off to work on my credential because financially I couldn't do that. Um, mm-hmm. So I was working full-time already teaching and then I was going to school at night. And what's been your favorite aspect about teaching so far? Um, I think one of my favorite aspects is uh, just seeing the growth in in the students, uh, as you know, I get a lot of the freshmen, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when they get into the photography or intro to journalism class. So I see how they come in. And then, you know, I sometimes I have them for two, three, sometimes four years. And I see their growth and just how uh, they mature, how they become responsible. So I really like that, seeing that growth in them. Mm-hmm. Um, so why did you decide to teach at this school? This is journalism school. <laughs> I mean, but there are a lot of other journalism schools. No, they're not. Oh. There aren't. Um, I was teaching, I, I was a journalism advisor at another school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did that for about, I, I was the advisor for about two and a half years, and then I heard there was an opening at uh, Birmingham. Mm-hmm. And so I transferred to Birmingham um, because I knew that they had a magnet. At that time, Daniel Pearl Magnet was associated with Birmingham. And so I thought, oh, okay, you know, I can move closer. Um, and then, you know, when they have an opening at the Magnet, I can apply for that. Mm-hmm. And then the following year, uh, that's when they actually had an opening uh, for that. So I applied and I got the job. 
Okay. What was the process like um, to start the journalism program here? Um, well, there was a journalism teacher at that time mm -hmm. uh, with the Magnet. Uh, they had a newspaper. It was a good newspaper. Uh, there was no, um, no website at that time. Uh, so we started the website, um, I think in my, I think had been my second year advising here uh, is when we started a website. Uh, not the one that we have here, it was a different one, it was a free one, but it was, it still, you know, was a good one. We actually got a pacemaker and finalist uh, with that other website, which I thought was, looking back, it was very bare bones. Um, so I'm kind of surprised of how we even got that uh, finalist uh, nomination. Um, we didn't have a yearbook because... Uh, the yearbook had been always with Birmingham. And so once the two schools split uh, in 2009, then, you know, we had to do a yearbook. So that was tough. Uh, design is not something that I was uh, trained in. And so that's been always a learning curve for me in terms of how to design, especially with the yearbook. They're very creative and I am not very creative. <laughs> um, and so I've been lucky that I've always had students who have, you know, some great creativity, very artistic, and I just let them run with it. Mm. Okay. What has been, what have been like some of your favorite memories um, this year as a teacher? It's been a tough year. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me think about that. I think I, I always enjoy uh, when we go to awards or any sort of competitions. I always like seeing um, when kids when students get an award, especially ones who maybe don't have the self-confidence or maybe it's their first year, yeah. and just seeing the joy in their faces when they hear their names. So this being the first year back from quarantine, how do you think that you've been able to adjust? Let me see, it's been, no, I'm trying to figure out how to answer this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's not just being back in quarantine, back from quarantine, but we also have a new bell schedule. Mm -hmm. um, and then I had the production class separated. So that's been a huge learning curve because I have editors in one class, I have staff writers in another. So the whole communication has been a struggle uh, because of our four bell schedule or four class schedule. Uh, enrollment in the class has been, the classes have been low, which definitely impacted uh, our production. Mm -hmm. um, However, I am still presently surprised at how much the, the students are able to produce. Um, and so that's been, obviously, if we were, had a bigger staff like we kind of usually do, we definitely could tackle more stories, more content, uh, but, you know, you can only do so much. Yeah. Um, and for our final question, uh, what is one random thing about you um, that the students and staff at our school might not know? I don't know, there's so many things. <laughs> um, I don't even know where to begin. Top three, if you can't think of one. <laughs> All right, some, oh, some random things that a lot of people kind of would not, never guess. So when, am I, when I first got out of college, uh, I did just a little bit of freelancing before I got a permanent job. Mm -hmm. And I freelanced for Lowrider Magazine. Um, so I did a feature story on that. It has nothing to do with cars. It had nothing to do with anything else that they write about, but I got a story sold there. So that was pretty cool. I've run two marathons. Wow. I started running in my 40s, so it's not like I've been a long, long time uh, runner. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty, pretty
pretty proud of, my, proud of myself for that. Mm -hmm. um, what else? I don't know. I think, and this, I was just talking with this, I think with one of my classes yesterday is like, in high school, I never took an AP class. Uh, so I think kids, for whatever reason, are surprised at that. Uh, it's for various reasons I didn't take them. Um, but uh, I kind of, that's probably one of the few regrets I have in life is probably I should have challenged myself more in school. Mm -hmm. I did have good grades. I took honors classes, but I kind of stopped at AP classes. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you thank for you. being on our episode for Teacher Appreciation Week. Thank you. It's always uh, difficult to be on the other side of asking yeah. questions. <laughs> A big thank you to all of the teachers who participated in this special of Room 22 podcast. We hope you learned something new about your teachers that make you want to appreciate them just a little bit more. And to all the teachers out there, thank you for all you do. Have a wonderful Teacher Appreciation Week. And finally, that's, that's a wrap. wrap.